0: Mother.
1: Welcome to the party, pal.
0: Welcome to Yippie KA Ralph's Pot. Oh shit. Damn it. Take two. Three. What's uh-huh. well, all timing, John. What's your key to success? Timing. Thank you. Three, two, one. Welcome to Yippie Kaye Mother Podcast. I'm Ralph Quartucci. I'm Sean Paul Murphy.
2: I'm Michelle Wojo Wojcikowski, and this is my husband, Brad Burrowe.
0: And I'm John Quatrici. I'm Drew Gould. Well, welcome, everybody. Another exciting week of podcasting. I've so, Okay, you. Wojo, what's yes. happening next week?
2: We have a big week next week, people,
0: so t- Huge. 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 I may move this to the front of the show, so let's just. <laughs> okay,
2: we have, you've seen him in La Bamba, you've seen him in Young Guns, He's now portraying a detective, a lead detective, on um, Prodigal Son, which is a great TV oh, good show, movie. I heard. We have none other than Lou Diamond Phillips coming next week to talk about his movie, The 33. And he uh, shared.
0: miners, with- not minors.
2: <laughs> he shared my tweet and said he's going to bring a lot of um, behind the scenes stuff that he's going to share with us.
0: Oh, great. So um, um, videos are just information? It's nothing I need to deal with. Her. Okay, good.
3: <laughs> well, I have a question because because last time John wore the uh, the special hat and this time Ralph wore the special hat. So do all of us need to wear miners? <laughs> I think we should have wear minor, b- At I least have one. one light. I have
0: one with the light. I got. Well, I at least have a headline. I was planning on wearing it.
2: I think you should. I think you should. i to make one. I think we should be
0: exactly <laughs> how we are because – You honestly don't think he'll be offended. He'll be okay. If he's watched any he of these – He follows so me crazy. on
2: Twitter. So, Mr.
0: That's, Phillips is on no, like – All him. joking aside, that's very exciting. It's, uh puts us in it a stratosphere that we're. Uh, hopefully we can handle. I'm not sure we can handle all the accolades we're going to get from that. It,
2: it's just going to be It'd amazing. be tough.
0: We I could mean, become famous.
2: I, I think we've gotten a couple more subscribers. More famous.
0: More Listen, famous I want to it. be honest. There's a good chance if, if that goes well with him, we could have 15 people watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make you guys nervous. I want everyone to be the same, but I just want you to get Well, at least fun. the 33 miners that were in the movie might... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> watch it. Did they all no. survive?
2: Do you know? I, I think we cool. have 33 subscribers.
1: Do <laughs> yeah, you know? So. <laughs> so so we should ask him YouTube
2: if the 33 subscribers.
1: YouTube numbers are
0: meaningless. <laughs> you listen, you're a watch. podcast. We're going to try, try to get us to not watch. Yeah. I know. But It's, it's going to be watch. fun. That, people really like great. seeing our faces, Sean. It's so, so. But, much more fun to watch it. All right, so that's great news.
2: I will I will say that easily Lou Diamond Phillips is probably the most down-to-earth celebrity I've ever interviewed.
0: I hope so because he doesn't know just, what he's, in he's with Oh, this. please. He's, he's doing
1: your podcast. He's gotta be down to earth. He didn't ask me. He not me, just me one question. Very
2: good. He didn't Brad. ask me one question. He didn't say go through my yeah. people first. He didn't say Okay,
0: but he knows we of have... Of course the, he
2: may have picked the movie because he saw Mesa.
0: <laughs> well, i am going to say, he knows we have no viewers or listeners or whatever we want to say. I noticed you had 33 subscribers. Right? That made me think. doesn't matter. He's in. That's all that matters. So yep. a yeah. we'll, we'll be be are Russian bots. All, <laughs>
2: hey,
0: let's God willing. I hope so. Connection. I want more of them. Well, we'll all be on our all best bots. behavior. Which means we'll
2: just be like we were tonight. But well,
0: nothing will change. I'm going to ask him about the counselor. I bet he was. I bet he went on an audition for that. But
2: don't you ask him about the counselor? We are not up the counselor. We are not bringing up the vagina on the windshield scene. You <laughs> behave yourself, Sean, and you stop calling it your podcast.
1: And they can just be themselves.
0: Yes, ma'am. True. Yes, ma'am. You wow. start calling I it your podcast
1: because Ralph won't be able to dispute it when we have a guest. That's true. So keep saying, Mr. Phillips, I'm so happy to have you on
0: my Mr. podcast. Phillips.
3: I'm going to <laughs> <Phillips. Mr. laughs> call him Mr. Diamond Phillips. Mr. Diamond
0: Phillips. Mr. Diamond LDP. You
2: would call him Diamond Phillips. LDP.
0: Yes. LDP. Yes. L Diamond Phillips. I'm going to give him a new nickname. We should
2: all dress like different characters from a different movie of his because that wouldn't be creepy at all. <laughs> Can <you> play anybody <laughs> fat? he play anybody's fact?
3: Don't say anything uh, about it. Just wear the costume and never mention it. That right. <laughs> All right. All right. And
2: with that, Michelle's writing career. It's a yeah. We, real uh, quick. We, we better die.
0: quit while we're ahead. Kind of. Okay. All right. Good job. Um, I brought the movie to the table today, and I'm, me, me, me. Yes, and it's a throwback <laughs> to our original mission, which was to bring movies from the '70s and let's Howard see. Oh, uh, films. We, uh, we had. He's our favorite cinematographer. It turns out. Um, so it's the French Connection, obviously, you can see in the back. Um, first question, who had never seen this till this podcast? Wow. I only saw the car chase. That's the only thing I've ever seen yeah, from it. That's what everybody sees. That's interesting. Okay. French Connection came out in 1971, directed by William Friedkin. Hey, Debbie. Debbie!
4: Hey. How are Under you? On your board.
0: Hey. Starring, of course, Gene Hackman, Roy Scheider, Fernando Ray. Fernando Rey. Fernando Rey, Spanish guy doing a French guy. Yep. Because yep. um, they they hired the wrong guy, and, and Freyton had to pick him up at the airport. We've all yep. read the IMDb. Enough of that. Five <laughs> Oscars. Does anybody know what they are? Uh, yes. Editing. Picture. Director, yep. Best picture, best actor, actor and uh, best writing uh, script writing. That's right. Picture, director, actor, writing. My favorite, editing. And it was a tough year too. Yeah. What, what else was? Well, 71? No, that was Clockwork Orange,
1: right? Clockwork Orange, um, last t- picture show. Wow. So they're on the roof, which a couple years earlier would have been a shoe in.
3: Wow.
0: Of course, the next you question have is feed out Topol. I think we all know what the next question is. Did anybody pick their feet in Poughkeepsie? <laughs> Any of you. <laughs> I have to admit. Yeah, we had to look over. that up because we're like, what the hell? When that? it was over, I, I did a little picking, I gotta be honest. I'm not gonna lie.
3: <laughs> you sat at the end of the bed and you picked your feet. At of the end of,
0: you sit at the end of the bed and pick your feet.
3: All right, I'm that's gonna show the, the trailer. you got to which, keep yelling it. You gotta keep know, yelling right. it, or it doesn't
0: work. And the other guy's laughing. That's what <laughs> I thought was so funny about that. That's a real shtick they did. It was he, know. the other guy would relax him and there's crazy shits coming on. He's like, What the hell? Get him. They didn't know what to answer. It's awesome. I'll show the trailer which Basically shows the whole movie. It's an old 70s trailer. So <laughs> it goes on forever. Just for, uh, for the people who have been watching, when he says trailer, he's also he, talking about preview.
2: That's what he's know, thinking. It's what he's thinking.
0: It is what You know how thinking. hard is it is it for me to say the word trailer? It's oh. everything I can do to say that, and now you're going to make me remember preview. You're screwing the whole thing up. Well. Now <laughs> let's see if I can hit the right screen. That's the other question that always like happens. Like last week? Let's see. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See what I can do.
2: Uh, nice! Yes.
0: Nice. Very erotic.
2: Alright, Popeyes here! Get your hands on your head! Get off the barn! Get on the wall! What's my name? Popeye,
0: Popeye Doyle. If he doesn't like you, move. he'll take you apart. And it's all perfectly legal. Because Doyle fights dirty.
2: You wanna take a ride there, fat man? And
0: plays rough. Doyle is bad news, but he's a good cop.
1: We're going now.
0: Bye. How many times have I been downhearted, looked up and
1: saw him smiling like a shining dime? Yeah! And hoped that he would stay and tell me why. He was so happy if he
3: had time. Yeah. Who is it? Jewish Rocketman. What about the last big time spenders? Thank you making fun of you? Sprinting around like the Russians are in Jersey. They say we stick around and give them a tail. Our friend's name is Boca,
1: Salvatore Boca, B-O-C-A. Well, downtown, they're pretty sure he pulled off a
3: contract on a guy named DeMarco. that's not a drop I'll open up a charge for you at Bloomingdale's. B-O-C-A. Doesn't matter. And then on our own, after working a whole day and night, we tailed him to Brooklyn. And we sat on it for practically a week. Now who do we come up with?
0: French Connection, a millionaire exporter with a record too clean to be true, and Doyle knows it. But he's been known to make mistakes.
1: Your hunches have backfired before, Doyle. This time, you can't afford to be wrong.
0: I'm down.
3: I, I, I know it hasn't, I can could, I could feel it, I'm dead certain. Last time you're dead certain, we went for dead cop.
0: All right, let's hit him. Hit
2: him! All
3: right, nobody move, put your hands in the air.
0: The stakeout. up. will find The payoff.
1: Chase. Don't stop.
2: Hey, coach, you you all right?
0: Oh you weren't kidding. They really did them. It goes over. on and they, I know. and all the iconic shots that anybody's in their subconscious are in there. The Santa Claus chase, the obviously the car chase, the Up the Stairs. So good. So good. The
1: up the stairs. And
0: many, many characters. Yeah, the, the wave goodbye is just terrific. Um, so many characters, including New York City. Roy Scheider is great as his partner. Uh, The documentary style of filmmaking that uh, um, William Friedkin pulled off in this one, they had, (laughs) the budget was very low, so a lot of that lighting is existing lighting. Wow. Um, Especially in the subway scene and things like that, where uh, Owen Owen Roisman, is that how you pronounce his name, Roisman? I think so. Yeah.
1: I think
4: so.
0: Um, actually was very angry about the Blu-ray edition, which he said would look fantastic. Because he cleaned it up, right? Uh, he changed, he, the, he, he changed the color, too. Yeah. He went with a... Oh. Uh,
4: yeah. I don't
0: know if he cooled mm. it or greened it up or wet, and Roysman was pissed. Um, just a... Um, and an antihero who's kind of a dick. Racist and... Uh, More than kind of. Yeah. By the way, spoilers, we know, 1971 it came out, so there you go. Um, if you haven't
2: seen it by now...
0: He got accused of shooting <laughs> it, a cop, and he actually <laughs> shoots a cop at the end. In the in the yeah. in the end scene with uh Yeah, and, and he
2: and he gets off. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it, it just... Well we
0: don't know. The ending well, was quite ambiguous Well it said
2: ambiguous. at the end he was they the two of them were transferred out of
0: Does anyone know if that did that really happen where he shot the other cop? Did that really happen? I couldn't see that. And everything I watched, I couldn't find anything on it. I have no idea how much it was.
1: I think I would
0: I think it would have been
1: in the materials if it really happened. Yeah. So okay, so that was a little dramatic license. They did Probably. take license. They combined characters. Yeah. I mean, this is not really the book.
0: No, no. They compressed mm-hmm. the time frame big time. Yeah. Well, I saw something where Roy Shotter was saying the book was very procedural and very um, just matter of fact. And the movie's obviously all dialogue. And most yeah. of it, according to... Now, as John was saying earlier, there's different versions of whether they improvised everything based on the two cops. There were Eddie Egan and the his partner, Sonny Grosso, were the two... People who the Scheider and Hackman were portraying were around the set all the time, giving them lines that they should do in the scenes. And they also spent a couple of weeks driving around, which almost made made Hackman not want to do the movie because, you know, Egan came off as kind of a racist to act like a tough guy. And Hackman just didn't want to deal with that. And it took. But what's funny about that is Freakin did it before they decided to shoot the movie, and it made him want to do the movie. Freakin did what? He yes. did a ride along with the, with the two cops before they even decided to do it. Right. And that's why he ended up doing it. Based and he really that. had to manipulate Hackman to get angry. Yeah. Oh yeah. In yeah. the character and do the whole, you know, what won him the Oscar, which is just, it's definitely an Oscar worthy performance. Um, well, You got to
1: look at one thing about Gene Hackman. and I know we haven't summed up the film is how lucky he was and probably how disappointed he was because he was up for the father on the Brady bunch. Oh,
0: yeah. And <coughs> yeah, yeah went we with saw Sam that. Yeah.
1: Because he was the bigger name. Yeah. Wow. Now, would Gene Hackman be Gene Hackman today if he had gone?
0: And imagine, he probably really wanted it. You know, I'm it's sure the- it's a job, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a series? Yeah. No, I can't even. What, what? What's that sliding doors? What would that have been like? Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, because there are a couple other actors up for uh, Popeye Doyle. John, well, you probably know better than The first guy he wanted, the director, was Jackie Gleason. No oh, yeah. wow. Gleason, wow. probably. Yep. It's not a bad the, choice. The studio said yeah. no. And then uh, Peter Boyle, yep. who turned okay. it down. Oh, he, he turned down. it down to his ever Egan, Egan wanted well, Rod you know Taylor. Why Doyle, you know why Doyle turned it down? Yeah, yeah. he wanted the romantic but, leads. Right, He, he, didn't, he just did that it. Joe movie, and yeah, he didn't yeah. want to do any more violence. Yeah. But Egan wanted Rod Taylor, who was in The Time Machine. That's who he saw as playing him. And Happen was their last choice. And Freakin didn't want him. He thought he was all wrong for the part. He said they went to lunch to discuss it, and Freakin said it was the most boring lunch I've ever had. This is not the guy. But the (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) So so Peter Boyle Turned it down because he wanted to do romantic leads? Yes. yes. And, and, then and I think his next movie was Young Frankenstein. Right. Yeah, yeah I was, was
0: going to say. <laughs> that was very uh, romantic. He, Friedkin also said that on... Uh, for the Mastery of Life. Every day <laughs> on the Everybody Loves Raymond set, Peter Boyle whined about turning down the French Connection. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because nobody thought... The, not, they didn't even think when it was done, It was it, it was a good film, but they thought... You know, it's a, it's a $1.5 million film. It's, it's fine. Yeah. They never I, thought it was going to well, do it. And freaking was a young before, director. Before we go any further,
1: what, Ralph, why don't you describe what happens in this film, which only takes about a sentence or two.
0: It's actually pretty – I mean, yeah, that's the interesting part. So they go they, – there are two cops, uh, and they have, they have to do some paperwork. And then Popeye Doyle, Gene Hackman, convinces Roy Scheider, you know what, let's go out and get – let's go Popeye. Popeye meaning they jump from bar to bar and get drinks, right? Yeah. And Roy Scheider's like the stable one going, oh, I just want to go home. I'm exhausted. So they go to the Copacabana and they spot a bunch of hoodlums in a, at a table. Great scene, by the way, with the music that's playing in yeah. there. And, Love and that. Just the, whole, the whole essence of that was really. And Gene Hackman, the way he carried himself was it's just great. Anyway, so they see a bunch of guys and they realize, boy, that guy's got a big wad of money. Something's going on here. And they decide to tail him all night long. Tony Lobianco. Tony Lobianco, who plays a low-level, yeah. I guess, Buca. mafioso Is that guy. Buca? Is that name, Boca. Yeah, Boca with Buca. a bo- Boca with an A or B-O-C-A. B-O-C-A. <laughs> So they tail him, and they and he ends up at the at six or seven in the morning at some little sandwich shop, and they and a bunch of guys are bringing briefcases into the sandwich shop, and they realize something's going on here. They he's they, dirty. They, he's dirty. He's dirty. <laughs> and they convince their their captain, who happens to be Eddie Egan a.k.a. Popeye Doyle, the original Popeye Doyle, that they need wiretaps. And when they get the wiretaps, they finally realize that these Europeans are calling about some big drug deal that's going to happen. And now the whole movie is about them convincing everybody around them that there's an actual drug deal that's going to happen. Nobody believes them. You guys are always doing this. All you're doing is busting guys for smoking dope and you guys are low rent. It's not a big deal. And it turns into the biggest bust in, I think, still in United States history. Of, um,
1: Heroin, maybe. you
0: know it's a long obviously there's a lot of stuff going on to get to that point to get the French guy coming over there's some scenes in France and all that um, but it's really about the what they, what they do to get to that point to finally open up the car and all you know the car becomes the focal point there's a car that's brought in from France that's carrying the drugs that they use a French uh, TV personality is supposedly the owner of the car so that nobody suspects anything now, some of the greatest and funniest stuff in the movie, not funny, haha, but just interesting, is the way they tail everybody. And then, John made a great point about the hat that he's wearing hey, it's so, so specific did. that how could people not know they're being tailed by someone? They were the worst undercover cops like, I've ever seen in my life. They drove <laughs> by four times, he had that distinct hat. Oh. <laughs> one guy gets on one side of a window. Yeah. Looking at jewelry, Gene Isn't Hackman gets on the other side, <laughs> great soda, right? And the French guy, of course, figures out that there's that great scene in the subway where they're bouncing in and out of yeah. the subway uh-huh. cars and all that, and ending with the French guy doing the... Uh-huh. Um, so, and, and just the way Friedkin shot it with his documentary sensibilities and all that, it has a very realistic feel. Obviously, New York City looks fantastically creepy and old, Dirty. right? Mm-hmm. yeah. It's interesting, interesting to see Times Square in those areas. It's before. just like it's a character yeah. on its own, and and, and Owen well, Roseman really him. shot it well, and they were using wheelchairs, real low-tech stuff, including that car chase. The famous car chase had no permits.
2: I saw that.
0: I saw that. <laughs> so they pulled that. I mean, obviously, some of the stuff were planned, like the woman who almost gets hit with the baby carriage. Right, right. But a lot of it, when you see cars hitting that car, some of those were actually people just going to work, just happened to <laughs> meander into this thing, And became part of the movie because they couldn't (laughs) afford permits. They couldn't get permits and they just kind of pulled it off. And it's the ones, it's the most iconic chase scene in history after bullet. Same crew did this chase scene that worked on the bullet chase scene with Steve McQueen and all the iconic shots. Everybody knows, including the reflection in the windshield the Santa Claus running down the street. The obviously the subway, when he shoots the guy in the back, right? Shoots that guy in the back, the French assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be looked on badly today. Well, I think everything he did is looked on badly. The producer, Absolutely. the producer said, you can't put that shot in. You can't have a cop shoot this guy in the back. It's not going to work. So at the first preview, he said that uh, when he when he pulled out the gun to shoot the the cop uh, shoot the guy and shot him, everybody in the audience stood up and was applauding. He <laughs> goes, I guess we can get away with it. Freaking ran upstairs. I guess we can get away with it. Yeah, They like it. <laughs> Well, the scene where they they um they go into that bar and just dress everybody down with all the drugs, um, that's actually he watched Eddie Egan do that, or the original Popeye wow. Doyle. Uh, all those cops that were in that scene were all all those people in that scene were actual cops. Yeah. They're undercover cops.
2: Really, uh, all the
0: extras were cops, so they were all part of the whole thing. <sighs> that's cool. Um, that so a lot cool. of interesting little tidbits that make this movie so fascinating. And, you know, it's, like again, like we always talk about, it's lightning in a bottle. Freakin' was a young, young guy trying to get these older actors to do what he needs to do. Brash guy. The guy's got a reputation for being, you know, an um, animal when he's in there. At the time, he was the youngest director ever Win The youngest age, rise right? there, there you go. go. Yeah. And he came from documentaries, which yeah. is what the sensibility is about the way he shot.
2: Well, we I noticed just... a few times that, you know, it was, it was definitely a handheld camera. Yeah. Like you saw Hackman and... Shider walking, you know, across the street and up to a parking lot, and you saw the camera, you mm-hmm, know, yeah. what I mean? going like that. That was cool.
0: Well, the whole scene in the subway was done with a wheelchair. They didn't, they couldn't afford Dolly, so they were just using wheelchairs. And every once mm-hmm. in a while, you can see it get bumped. Burks. When it hits a, something in the thing, you can see it bump. But it also adds to the, the realism of what was going on there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hackman's performance was just out of this world. You can't take your eyes off him. As much as he's, you know, you're looking at him like, this guy – you know, and again, you put your 2020 sensibilities on something like this. Yeah. And you go, but it is what it's a time capsule. And
2: well, that's a thing. Well, plus, New York was
0: a different place back different then. place. And yeah. it really shows. Yeah. Um, beautiful shots under the bridges that they had with bars that they were sitting in. Uh, even the way they were did the Copacabana scene. You forget that. And with those those ladies singing in the foreground. And he's, it's just it's such a good it's like Scorsese. Diana
2: Ross in the Supreme esque.
0: Yeah. 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 Right when he's walking around the bar, and the way Roy Scheider's reacting to him, and the jokes about my buddy's going to bitch about his bowling scores because you cut his just, um, all that stuff was fantastic between the two of them. Anyway, that's my. You guys can jump in
3: and. I wanted to say something about the um the Copa scene. Yeah, uh, one of the Oscars that didn't win was for Best Sound. I don't know what won that year, but you know this is the era of the conversation and and like really incredible sound design in movies, and I love how. They take you into the COPA, and here's this live singing group, and it's really loud. But then when they start talking to each other, it all gets mixed away. And you -hmm. you don't look at it and and go, well, that's not real because, of course, they can't really hear each other this way. They're having an intimate conversation, and that sets up the fact that a lot of other stuff in the movie is, it's not voiceover. It's their dialogue over Mm -hmm. the images of the sort of standard police work. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's really, it's just, it's such a clever choice storytelling wise, because you get all this information, but nobody's laying it out. Nobody's writing it on a board. I mean, you could Mm -hmm. make a case that a lot of the first hour of the movie is not that exciting, but it's not boring. It's just, it's slow and it feels real and it feels like real police work. And some of that is because they were showing what real policemen did. And also some of it is because the way that they told the story. I mean, you were talking about how they – I remember thinking when I first saw it, it looks like they didn't get any permission. They just went and shot the movie. It turns out that that is what that's, they did. That's what they were doing. And, a lot you know, of it, yeah. In, in some ways oh, yeah. it's dated. I mean, it, I think the first shot in the movie is a Zoom, that sort of stuff. But it just makes it feel more real. And I like to think of it as it's the same New York as one of my other favorite 70s New Yorks, which you guys have already talked about, which is Pelham, one, two, three. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And there, there's just a rawness to it, and it feels very real. And the fact that I didn't know it was only a million and a half dollars. Yeah. That's-
0: mm-hmm.
3: Well, and it did exactly what I love. We just
0: dropped right into the scene. Yep. The very start with the, mm-hmm. with these, the Santa Claus thing, that's the, front of the very first start of the movie. Zero backstory, we're just in the movie, mm-hmm. right from the get-go. And right well, away the character... The French, was the French scene was the first scene. The what scene? The French. French the French scene. scene. When the French detective got killed. That was oh, that's right. Oh, my favorite part he of that was the, the guy, guy in the face, in face,
2: and we were both like, "Wow!"
0: And he rips his baguette and eats his baguette. Right? No. <laughs> like, see, that
1: yeah. reminded me of um, when we watched um, the Mart- martyr, where she had that baguette she was eating, and she threw beginning. it out the
0: window. That really and frustrated she threw you. Out
1: the window, it was like, what a tragedy! <laughs>
0: um, all <laughs> all, all the humanity. The she threw a sub <laughs> out <on> the window. That <laughs>
1: baguette is that bread. <laughs> and then he takes a piece of the bread when he's walking away. Right? On, I, him, you know, I knew that you on, knew that was going to happen
0: sure. just the way they set the whole thing up. And again, what? that guy was pretty obvious when he was on his, uh, uh, right. when he was tracking.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> only,
0: <laughs> right. subtlety so, um,
2: was not a theme ugh, in this movie. Not at all.
0: But you're um, right. But as soon as I get to New York City, we're right in there with the two guys. Yeah. And, and the Copa mm-hmm. scene to me, it was, I, you're right. It's just the way they laid that whole thing out. Uh, mm-hmm. Was very fascinating, and 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 pointing out all the characters, so you kind of know what's going on right from the gets, right from the get. You know that Gene Hackman's a bit of a womanizer. I love his shtick with the boots, like he's always looking at people's women's boots, which I just thought was great. A um, lot of little tidbits that happen all throughout that uh, come and just make him a full character, uh, fully well, fleshed out.
2: The and, most surprising. Oh, I'm sorry. No good. No, it's your podcast. I finish. Uh
0: I, I I defer to you now. <laughs> Good lord!
2: The most surprising thing to me about the Copa scene was that there were actually women in it who had bigger hair than I
0: do. <laughs> well, it was nineteen seventy-one. <laughs> you know, I have to admit, I was thinking that when I saw it. Wow!
2: <laughs> actually, my late aunt Edna had hair just like that, but it was it was black, raven black.
0: And oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, all three of them had uh, pretty pretty big hair.
2: But then it's, we found we find out Annie's was a wig.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah, that was sad. I don't know. <laughs> that was. <sad. laughs> I was very disappointed by that. But it, it, so, John, you hadn't seen this. No, this was your first time actually watching the whole thing, other than knowing the car chase. Yeah, yeah. So before yeah. I get into that, though, I just want to say one oh. thing because I think it. <laughs> Super important because these things ring are, the bell. Wait, let me go to my camera. I'm gonna tell you something. This. These these podcasts have become such a big <laughs> part of all our lives. And the only way that it could become part of your life is if you subscribe, ring the notifications, and for the love of God, share it. Please share it. Because we're trying to get our audience from around conservatively about four. I'll do.
1: That's only because not all
0: of us listen to it. That's right. right. <laughs> I, I'm saying because I know some of you don't watch it. But anyhow, so let me, let me back up for a sec. So, so I saw the car chase from this. And by the way, just to let you know, the car chase was not in the original script. Uh really? it's, something, it's something they added because uh, they felt they couldn't get anyone to back it if there wasn't a car chase in it. So originally it was not there. Yes. This movie was really a procedural drama. That's what it was. And and to Drew's point, the first hour is pretty much realistic police work. But even that was compressed, like the scene where they where they were staking out the Lincoln. Uh, they they ended up till about four four fifteen in the morning. Well, that actual stake stakeout was three days. Oh, shoot. It, it, right. So you can just imagine. So I really like that. But the thing I loved about this movie, I loved the pace of the movie. Even though, just the staking out, it, my biggest complaint about it is. Anybody with half a brain would know they were being staked out, okay? Because they were, awful. <laughs> I mean, they were terrible at it. They, they, you know, they're eating, they're eating dinner in a window, right at this window, and they're right there across the street. <laughs> and he's dumping the coffee pool, on.
3: Full coffee. 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 Yeah.
0: And and by the way, the French people are eating escargot, French onion soup. Okay, <laughs> so uh, well, that's criminals. That's criminals. Pop. Oh, so yeah. That part of it I didn't like, but what I did like was <laughs> the grittiness of of the movie. The way it was filmed, very documentary style. Now, the documentary I watched, you talked about the handheld camera. Freaking uh, rehearsed the actors and the camera people separate. So the camera people did not know what the actors were going to do. So they had to react to it as it was happening.
3: Wow, that's super
0: cool. He wanted that to be as realistic as could be. In fact, the cameraman said at some point, Look, uh, you know, I I filmed it and everybody was blocking me. I couldn't even get to act (laughs) because, no, that's just what I wanted. So I love that part of it. I also love the fact, and and this was said in the documentary, so I won't take any credit for it, but the way it was filmed, it wasn't movie New York. It was real New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't glamorous. You you see things you never see when when movies are made at the time. Right you, don't, right, you don't see the big beautiful skylines. You're seeing under the Brooklyn Bridge, not on right. top of it. Right, right. right. Like 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 right. we're walking through New York, just down the side streets, and just where you see exactly. But that dragged that first guy yeah, into yeah, that yeah. alley, and there's a fire going on over right. here, and there's yeah. glass and there's <laughs> mud, and they're always even walking his, through mud and glass. Even his uh, apartment looked like a prison where Gene <laughs> live, Looked like a prison, so <laughs> he was handcuffed. It was dirty. It was grimy. Uh, Gene Hackman was was phenomenal in this movie. I thought he was great, and he didn't want to do it. He thought Egan was racist, and he couldn't play it. And Freakin had to really antagonize him to get him to play the role the way it needed to be played. And obviously Mm -hmm. it paid off. And he talks about it now with a lot of affection, even though he says it was – it was difficult to get into it, but I, I, the, the only thing I had was at the end, I wasn't quite sure about it, because I didn't know when he killed the cop, was that real, and then the gunshot at the end, because I, I didn't know if uh, the bad guy was in the sequel, so did he get shot or not, and then they just le- left it at that, what? and I wasn't expecting that. There was and- also tons of plot, like that whole chase ends with him shooting a guy in the back on the subway. right. And that's the last mm-hmm. we ever hear of that French assassin that happens to be there. That was <laughs> because then the focal point all became the car. Right. Yeah. And that scene was great when they were taking apart the car. And oh, that was so nice.
2: smart. Oh, it
0: was great. That, that was, was great. so
2: smart when he was saying, I know it's here. It's I know. It. And then Schneider pulls out the, the book and says, Man, how oh, much, how much, yeah. how much 150 pounds
0: overweight. But I don't understand why it wouldn't go right to the Rockers anyway. I mean, that's the perfect place to put that stuff. It's like, it seems obvious that... <laughs> okay, dealer. I'm not next. speaking from experience. The guy that was under there doing that was the actual guy that did the actual car. Oh, really? Yeah, the guy oh, doing God. all the drilling and all that stuff. Yeah, all that kind of... Documentaries have a lot of cool stuff in there. Uh, Mark Commode, you know he is a British um, movie reviewer?
3: I'm a big fan of his, yes. He
0: does a lot of good documentaries about american filmmakers that's the one i saw it was yeah he was walking right. along the street and he's excellent yeah now he that's has a really nice that's job. my other complaint is they ripped that car apart and when the two french people show up it is in pristine condition <laughs> I know. <And> i'm like <laughs> no way the way they tore I that it was car, another car i, thought, it, <laughs> I, I mean. thought they did i thought, I thought they put it in another thing. car that's what yeah. i thought but they never said that and i that's the only time i went wait a minute there's no way that could have happened. <laughs>
2: well, we both looked at each other. I said, that has to be another because car. Because you presumed
0: it was pretty soon after that. Like, That's what I mean. That's right. I mean, That's the way they showed
2: parts. it anyway. Because, I mean, I mean they're they ripping that out. apart, ripping up the carpet Everything and throwing right. stuff yeah. out. And
0: the Astray dust blowing up. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs>
0: what did you say, Sean? What did you say?
1: And um, they, they broke the uh, speakers yeah. on the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: They yeah. tore the whole thing apart, and they just put it together with glue. Right. Did they have Flex Seal back then? I don't know how they. Yeah, I don't know how they. Yeah, you have to suspend a lot of disbelief. Um, yeah. So, Sean, did you read the book? Yes, I read the book back when, but I was a kid, so
1: I can't really remember it. Oh. I read it around the time it came out,
0: the movie. And did, when you saw the movie, did you see it in the movie theater? No, 71. I did not. No, see it now. no right now, seventy-one. I was what? I wasn't no, born did anybody yet. See now it now that I think of it, it, I wasn't even born. Nobody saw it in the movie theater, right? No. No. I did. I was three. No. Mm. <laughs> I yeah, I was. Um, no, I saw Last Tango in Paris. That's what I saw when I was three.
3: Oh, <laughs> that explains a lot. So. That explains, um, that. Um, Is that why you thing, don't like I, butter? That's, <laughs> I well, that's butter. why he really likes butter. Oh,
0: that's, <laughs> I love butter. I okay, love butter. so All right, Lojo, <laughs> so you guys hadn't seen it either.
2: Yeah, we mm-hmm. hadn't seen it, and one of the things that we noticed and talked about was, and and you can jump in on this too. Um, is this, you know, this is a, a as you're watching it, a, as we were watching it, we're, you know, you're thinking, okay, this is, this, this is like a typical cop movie. You know what I mean? Like what they're going to do. In it. But what we noticed is that movie did a lot more just showing you, whereas today there's a lot more expose. There's a voiceover. There's a, here, they have to explain every freaking thing that they're doing. Nowadays, I mean, there's a lot more that, whereas all of a sudden we're just, we're just watching these guys go and we're just watching where they're going here and you kind of figure it out as opposed to now, um, filmmakers tend to explain more of what's going on and there's a lot more talking, you know, there's a lot more dialogue, not, I mean, I can't say across the board, every cop movie, every detective, every kind of thing like that, but overall, they're telling you a lot more like they think you're an
0: idiot. (laughs) Well, we talk about this when we compare, you talk about uh, taking the Pelham one, two, three, the original version versus the 2008 version. We had no, we had no idea of Walter Matthau's family life at all. The hero of that movie in Mm -hmm. the 2008, we had to know all about Denzel Washington's past, (laughs) his girls, the wife, remember the old line, bring the milk home, all that stuff. Yeah. It's just because people get lost, I guess. They just can't plunk in and figure out what's going on. I don't know. Or the audiences have gotten less. Yeah, but this was also he shot it like a documentary. I mean, he said that he well, shot. And, and it. the I conversations and the dialogue was fantastic to listen, right. listen
3: to. Right. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I think of what when I think of what this movie influenced, I think you know, as you were talking about other cop movies. I don't think you get Homicide and The Wire without something like The French Connection. I mean, just, I didn't know yeah. that William Friedkin had shot the movie in that way, rehearsing the group separately and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And th- I mean, this, this movie, it, it's, it's on its own, it's an incredible movie, but the way that it influenced, the, the, the way that people tell this police stories, like I know a number of people who, they'll watch The Wire and they go, it's not that exciting. And I go, well, but it's, it's supposed to be real. And right. the, the yeah. real police work is, is about patience and, you know, and no sitting there
2: forever run, and, right, and, and for making miniature furniture. furniture while you're listening to the wiretaps. Right, you know? right exactly.
3: And this, this literally has a scene where they, they hear what they want to hear on the wiretap and, because they drink on the job all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and they hear each other and whatever. But, you know, you feel it too. And you've only been waiting for, what, eight minutes or something? Yeah,
2: yeah. So I,
3: I think, um, especially that sort of verte style it really, uh, the the thing, I had never made the connection before. It really reminded me of the second season of The Wire. I don't know how many of you guys have watched The Wire, but the second yeah, season yeah. was the one set on the docks. Yep. Right. It was mm-hmm. built around Frank Sabatka, who was maybe the most tragic figure in the whole series because mm-hmm. he really thought he was a good guy
1: mm-hmm. doing
3: anything for his guys. And he was doing horrible things. And there was a foreign person called the Greek that he got the drugs in, that he smuggled <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And I think that, you know, that that's kind of a, like a, an homage to the French connection structurally and everything, because it just, it feels real the way French connection feels real. I don't know enough about real police work to know if that's what real police work looks like, but it feels real. So I don't question it. And yeah. that oh. is a real big, <clears throat> well, in a fact, friend of mine
2: came up with the whole plot line for the wire for that season. Um, Raphael Alvarez. He- Wait, hang on. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: okay. Is this someone, you know, yeah. yeah ring that bell.
2: And he he wrote for the Sun and and mm-hmm. he wrote um, but his family had longshoremen in it. His father was a longshoreman, so he came up with this idea. I'll ask him.
0: I'll ask I'm him. But, well, pro- everything's gosh. probably you know it starts somewhere. Like even Roy Scheider did the Seven Ups after. Was it after this? And after a bunch of movies came out. Same Actually, of- Hill Street Blues reminded me yeah. Of yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Oh it's yeah, a, you know, based you know, in reality. Me, gritty.
1: What's the that? The real sequel to this film is not French Connection two. It's Prince of the City. Oh, Treat Williams, Yeah. Cause that narrative that. basically picks up with what happened to all the French connection. Heroin was stolen. Stolen. That's right. And that's oh, the, what, that what's that movie called? Prince of the city. Prince of the city. That's it's fantastic. It's a fantastic Sydney. Yeah. Film. That's a fantastic. Definitely movie. Worth a watch. And, um, um, you know, that, that's sort of the inheritor and the corruption in the police force isn't, is very subtle in this film. It's like when they're talking to Boca, it's like, you know everything's okay you have a you have a wire taps on you and the feds are all over you now that lawyer would not have known that you know in that amount of time unless to, unless he was getting the information that's right so that shows that level of corruption that you later see in prince of the city how you know serpico yeah and serpico all mm. of them, you know so um, i definitely recommend in fact i after this movie was over i have a 16 millimeter print of um Prince of the City. I was just going to buy it to Blu-ray, but the Blu-ray is not available. It's, you know, have wow. to
0: Farm mm. That is a fabulous movie. It goes on a long time. It's a long one. It's a three-hour movie. Yeah. Written uh, by Wrench Connection 2, the sequel, which I actually watched, two things. First of all, the 2 was the first time they ever put a 2 on a sequel with the Roman really? 2. Really? Yeah. 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 Secondly, it had nothing to do, it wasn't based in any reality.
3: Right. It's just a brand
0: <laughs> new, using the Popeye dual character, to go after the French guy. To go after the French guy, um, but had nothing. It didn't happen, right? But they mm. created it for this movie. Mimo, it's it was actually a
3: Frankenheimer movie. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I was
0: episode. telling these guys earlier that the scene where basically what happens is the the French guy hooks Popeye Doyle on heroin, gets him hooked on smack. Actually, he was set up by his police department to go over and be bait to get the French guy, and the French guys mm. were using him to get. To figure out what was going on, and who knew what, and they hook him on 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 heroin. And Ralph, the, it's gritty when you call it smack. Uh, you like smack? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> sounds, so gritty. Big H. <laughs> I know there's a whole bunch of yeah. <laughs> you got hooked on smack. By the way, the, the, the you know the scene. <laughs> My father would have called it dope. Okay. In the French dope, Connection one, <laughs> in the first one where the guy tests yeah the heroin, oh, and, he's going, uh-huh. and he's doing the that was real heroin. That's real heroin, and you know oh, the, oh. probably a real dude that does that. So the yeah, rap, the rap party was great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Junk Month Club. Back to French Connection 2. The scene where he, uh, he detoxes is just Gene Hackman at his absolute best. And wow. the movie probably didn't do very well because it's a little convoluted. And uh, it's all takes. It's only two American guys in the whole movie. It all takes place in France. Well, the French guy gets his just rewards in the end, right? Uh, the last scene you see is. Yeah, but that didn't happen for real. The guy got away. Yeah. Yeah. That's the man. It's all. It it's died all, an old man. Right. Um, anyway, not a bad, not a bad second movie, but certainly not up to the first
3: one. Well, I had a, I had a so you question about the ending. Don't we see ending you know, of what, one or two? The ending of one. Yeah, we're, all, we're doing um, one tonight, Ralph. Okay, what's sorry. It, what's it called? <laughs> um,
2: but it's his podcast, so he could change it up any I mean, I don't know.
3: What is it? It's Ward's Island, where the the big final. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't we see um, the the French guy run away from the building? uh no we entirely. see him run in we see him run into,
0: into the building and then write. Write. you okay. see him run across at one point and gene right. hackman chased that's how gene hackman chases him into the that
3: building. I kind, of, I kind of lost him and then the last scene where he he murders the fed by mistake and, mm-hmm. and then he has that he goes into uh, through a doorway into darkness and then you hear one gunshot right that's it the theories about that are interesting like did he think he saw something and he fired the gun? Did he put the gun to his own head and then change his mind and shoot it into the ground? Like all this different stuff. But I was having trouble caring about that because he just shot another cop. Right. And, they just and like, had no reaction to it. it. Yeah, exactly. Like Roy Scheider say well. saying, Jeez, you shot whatever the yeah. guy said. At
2: that and point, he's like,
0: at I still got him. Go I don't go, go, go get go him. Get <laughs> so he said, uh, he goes, It didn't that shot at the end really didn't mean anything. Or maybe it did. Right. Right. Then he said, maybe he just shot at a shadow. Well, Doyle's an addict. Or maybe he, he didn't.
3: That's very clear. Well, it
0: also showed how obsessed Doyle was. He just right. shot this guy. But that yeah. guy, frankly, you know, is kind of being a dick to Doyle all the whole movie. I, you know, <laughs> he I think kind of, it might be justified a little bit. Kind of but yeah, he was completely <laughs> obsessed. The guy, <laughs> and French Connection 2, he carries it over into that one. it's, you know, it's Again, his obsession. that gets. We haven't so watched two, so let's stick. I just want to, I'm just uh, giving you a little global perspective here. I know. You, you, you
4: started
2: to say something before.
0: So French Connect, well we us talk about two. You were talking about two. So you think they made two just because of the uncertainty of how, how the first one ended? They feel like they wanted to give people some kind of resolution? Well, I think they thought they could make money making yeah, another right. one. Yeah. Uh, he was yeah. such a good character, they didn't want that yeah. character to go away. And they made, we were talking earlier. Spider right didn't do it, <laughs> and Freakin didn't do it. So that oh. told you something right there. And in 85. Every time
2: you say his name, I think you're saying Freakin.
0: Freaking. freaking, freaking, freaking guy! <laughs> to the smack and well, the that. dope. Whoa, Joe, when we do The Exorcist, we'll talk about him then too. Uh, his nickname this is Freaking good. Movie. I haven't Bro. slept
2: for three days.
0: <laughs> uh, By another little bit of you know Popeye's Chicken that, uh-huh. that chain that's named, named after Popeye, Popeye Doyle. Doyle. I had no idea. Really?
1: Yeah, I love that chicken at Popeye's. <laughs> hey, in fact,
0: sponsorship. In, in fact, one, one of the old bars, one of the old bars in New York, became the first Popeye's Chicken. Oh, wow. right one of the ones in the movie, I mean. yeah, yeah. Actually, the bar where they do the um, the where shakedown, what else the guys the shakedown? And hmm. they, they were looking chicken. for smack, then they shake chicken,
3: looking for <laughs> smack, they were looking for smack, the big H, all the, the guys A-piles. doing the dope, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the scene where the the only person who seems like he's good at undercover work is the, the black cop that they force into, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Where do you want it? Where do you yeah. want it? I don't understand. I know.
2: Right here. Right
0: here. I didn't
2: know he was an undercover cop. I thought he was an informant. Uh,
3: I think he was. I think he was, I got the impression he was on the job. Maybe yeah. he was an informant, but he felt like he was on the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they talked like equals. They talked like, yeah. hey, how's it going? Let's talk. Not, you know, hey, you owe me this information. I'm going to be. Right. You. right. You're you know, I never No, we're, I we're right. Perfect.
0: I think he was an undercover cop. That was there's, a good scene. Like, yeah. say it was a good scene. Mm-hmm. He was pouring no. the milk. Anyone want a milkshake? You drink. <laughs> you know,
2: go. That was so disgusting. That's Between another, that and a feet-picking thing, I thought I was throw up at some
0: point.
3: That's, that's the other thing about the authenticity we were talking about. Because all the police work feels real, all the racism and brutality and just generally being yeah. horrible, I mean, yeah. like, just, like, you know, it's beyond not, not mirandizing people you're interrogating. I mean, the whole thing. Yeah, was, yeah I
0: thought like, that. They're dragging really? that guy in the alley. They didn't, I go, they didn't mirandize that guy.
3: <laughs> oh, my God, it's
0: crazy. You, Raina, know what, you know, you know what—that was real. That yeah, happened, that's right?
3: That's it what they real. did.
0: Yeah. Well, was I was real. just saying, you—you you telling me that Gene Hackman had to be convinced to do this role because he was so upset about the character and his racism? that, made, that gives it. me more. Well, that gives me more respect for the performance he did because he was. Yeah. He well, the backstory, <laughs> if I could use it, uh, Friedkin mentioned in a documentary if you saw this one that he grew up in a town, middle middle America that was completely racist. And he was super sensitive to that. Mm -hmm. So he goes out with Egan and Egan's dropping the N word and the this and that, you know, the S word for Spanish people, whatever. And he's like, I can't Mm -hmm. do this. I don't think I can muster this to to become this guy. And like John was saying, freaking just kept going at him and going at him and getting him pissed off to the point where the rage comes out and he pulls it out. And you know what?
2: I was surprised though, with, with as racist as his character was, he used the N word once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Once. And, well, and then right after he says, he says, "I hate everybody." I hate everybody. Yeah, I Don't, I don't think trust anybody. That was anybody. a Hackman line. Yeah. Yeah. But
3: he had yeah. not cops in the south, so maybe that was why. He there was a did.
0: scene. You know the scene where he was he was uh, out with the cold pizza and the coffee cup uh, yep. while they're in the restaurant. Well, he kept rubbing his hands. So this is what this is what Billy the director. I'm not going to say freaking Billy the director <laughs> said, "What are you doing? You, you you don't look cold. Just just." Look cold. rub it. it was, and all it was was a close up on his hands. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't shoulders up. It was just his hands. Look, no, and they did it like twenty seven times. So finally, Hackman went nuts on, on on him and said, "Why don't you get in front of the camera and you show me exactly what you want me to do?" So he goes in front of the camera, goes, "See what I just did? That's what I want." So yeah, the other part of that story, he goes, he goes, he doesn't watch say- off the set. He said, I wouldn't just say cut. Right. I would say, Jesus Christ, is that you think you're going to get a job acting like that? That's not what I want. This is what <laughs> you need to do. You, you know, you're you're going to be off this set two days from now, and, and it would just get him in this thing, and it worked. That day, after that scene, he walked off the set and was gone for the rest of the day. So when he came back, <laughs> he, had, he had the anger swelling up in him. It was no problem at that point. You mentioned it. I want to say one other thing about New York City. It did look super cold. And they were shooting it it super cold. And that's the other thing. The movie just... The cameras were freezing up, they said. So authentic from beginning to end that, uh, you know, obviously, I love it. So, Sean, you've been very quiet, I must say. I know,
2: uncharacteristically.
0: I want to know what Debbie thought. (laughs) (laughs) Debbie, we respect your opinion. What do you think?
4: Well, this film, I remember seeing it a long time ago. And I didn't like it then, and I certainly, I just don't like it. It's just paints oh. a, a coolness of drugs and gives it a you mean cool like cool or cool like cool like they, these drugs, uh, you know, to to deal in the drugs or to watch the drug scene or do any of that. It is super uncool for me, mm. and I think you too, Sean. Oh.
3: Well, I don't want to
0: speak for Sean, but you for mean, me, generally, drugs in movies you don't like to see, or in this particular one, I don't like
4: one? it. I don't. I just.
0: What do you think they glamorize drugs? That's almost what it sounds like. I saying.
4: think it it was like the coolness of Popeye Doyle, you know, like, isn't he, you know, cool or something like that. I, I don't think it's, I don't think he's cool at all.
0: Well, he's definitely an anti-hero. He's definitely well, not he's, somebody. Yeah, he's, he's, somebody definitely, a, he's not really a good guy. I didn't no. see him as, as this cool He guy. shot a cop at the I end. Know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I, I, didn't, mean, I, I didn't see him as a hero I saw at him all. as very unlikable, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: very unlikable. And yeah. uh, that's a, uh, sort of like a seedy part of human nature. I'd just rather pass. Well,
0: on. I mean, their attitude was they had to, the real cops were like, we had to do that. To, yeah. That's what, that's what he said. Survive. I'm sure they at that time to. they really had to yeah, do and it. And that's said, remember that's 1970 in New York city. It yeah. was a hellhole. Yeah. You know yeah, what? Yeah, you know days. what?
2: It reminded me of some of the shots. Um, it did any of you see any of the, um, uh, the deuce.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: There were certain, it was, um, the David Simon thing yeah. on HBO and, uh, there were shots in that, the having seen that and then watching this, I could see kind of, you know, cause you, you see original scenes like, um, um, I can't remember in what movie. I don't know if it was E.T. It was something where, where it's the whole line of cars coming up over the pass. And supposedly that was the first time it was done in Spielberg, you know, and now you see that kind of thing in cop movies all the time. Um, so it it reminded me, it made me think of when i watched the deuce and they would take the the um night scenes and that was in the 70s yeah
0: well that movie that movie's based yeah. that show's based in the 70s right yeah yeah mind square in the se- porn industry in the 70s yep uh-huh.
2: yeah um
0: the only thing that took me slightly the 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 blood red stuff they had to use oh, oh that was horrible, horrible. Brad
2: ketchup another ketchup packet yeah
0: that i the mean packets. i guess they had to they had to. and the scenes yeah. of car crashes which i don't quite why we have to linger on those scenes of i think <laughs> that was somebody that was one of the mob that whole scene that they argue by the car crash oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah was i was so I'm confused one. by that scene yeah, yeah, what the purpose we, of that I, scene I I was i didn't get
2: what the point was yeah,
0: yeah. i think that was one body of they were following i think it was one of the crew and his girlfriend was in the backseat dead, and he went through the window. But they're all arguing above those guys, and that's when Gene Hackman the guy ends up shooting at the end, getting another argument in front of everybody. Right. And, <laughs> but the blood, and even the first shot of the guy getting shot in the face was where it started, the little splatter yeah. thing they did. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but they know. don't linger on it. I mean, it's not like Oh, no, with the car ca- the car crash. Uh, well, yeah. But you, but you
2: see how <laughs> far special effects have come with that kind well, of Well, I mean, stuff. Just just blood Even alone. today, a lot of times, blood they alone. don't get blood looking... Like Not blood, blood, alone, blood, blood. Got on
0: the yeah, back. <laughs> no blood on the back. Very believable looking back at Well, you know the scene where the car and during the car chase, where at one point it gets sideswiped. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Gene Hackman was driving that car, and that was an accident that happened. Yeah, I tell you, yeah, oh, a lot oh of those people. I tell you, that was somebody going to work. And the Brooklyn Bridge scene where they have the traffic jam. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was real. They, I'm thinking if they had done a scene film, film like that too, today, no, the film crew made the traffic jam happen.
2: If they did that today. Like the permit from
0: the 70s, they were like 10. We so kept that, I mean, saying. He kept, kept going. stuff, and we just kept saying, man, those cars <laughs> they, in the
2: 70s, boy. They had
0: all kinds of cops. Uh, Screw it. You just keep going. Out of uniform, kind of directing traffic. But trying to keep a couple blocks a, ahead of them. And William Freakin was in the back seat. Well, so, so they filmed <laughs> a bunch of it already, and he wasn't real happy with what they had. He didn't feel it was enough. So he said to the stunt driver who did the bullet chase, he goes, look it's okay. It's not great. He goes, uh, are you willing to let me do whatever I want? He goes, yeah. Okay. Well you get in the back, you get in the back seat. And there was another guy in the front. I think it was the producer wrapped in a mattress and he was going about 90. <laughs> and, and he said they were all terrified because it was real. They were weaving in and out of traffic. It was nothing set up. Well, that and they, was An intense scene. I mean, that was. I mean, it was, it was great. The speed yeah. of it was what was so great. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You could tell it was for real. Most of it. Mm-hmm. Other than coward. Well, I'll the yeah. i
1: tell you, another film you should look at is uh, Ronin. Yeah,
0: with Robert De Niro. Frankenheimer. Frankenheimer.
3: Great car-
1: Also, had the actors in the car really going. They were going that fast. An yeah. Hour. Yeah. 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 Those are some amazing car stunts. That's probably the last great car stunt movie I've seen. Because you look at these Fast and Furious It's, it's all all movie. Movie. Cartoon. Nothing real in them. Okay,
0: I'm going to say this. I'm going to flip to dancing. When you watch old dance scenes...
3: Not, I think Drew was going to object to that. Jump in. What's a your little, little Fury Road to refresh your memory? Oh, those kind uh, of scenes are okay. different. That's different. Though. That's different. Uh, here on. we go. Little Fury
0: Road. No, but I mean the fast-cut editing. Any
2: second now. Ralph's <laughs> yeah. going to say the counselor.
3: Nope,
0: nope. Didn't <laughs> the mention that. Um,
2: then we're going to have to do our Hudsucker pratsy. <laughs> when
0: there. you look at old dance like uh, Fred Astaire and all that, they never cut away. You just watch Jane the dancing. Kelly. Right. Jane, Kelly and Whole Fred Astaire. body. Now they're cutting everything right because right, they're editing. Same with the car chases. Right. And you know, Bullet was the first one to kind of lay it out just as is, and same. And they they did the same one in this one. And Fury Road, obviously, as you take that and multiply it times fifty, and uh, you know, it's just a huge hit. But um, I, didn't Debbie, know I still want car- to get back to Debbie for a second because I'm a little like, so it's <laughs> is it is it?
4: It's the car. It's the guy. Typical, you know, when you're when you're young and you see this film, you say, "Oh, it's a guy film." It's for guys because of the car chase. And that's what I said to Sean. I said, I, I really don't want to see the French connection because all I remember from it is that it's a car chase. That was yeah, like it's thing.
0: cool, right.
4: Like all the things. And guys like that kind of thing. Car were, chase I mean, and I drugs. I not interested in that at all. Ladies
0: I kinda with, like
2: that kind of thing. So. <laughs> ladies with boots. What
0: oh, yeah,
4: about the romantic
1: scenes?
0: Yeah, like, he was handcuffed like, to the oh, bed. <laughs>
2: I mean, come on. You
4: stop? Yeah. You mean the 12 year old in the boots <laughs> that
2: he picked up? That was, that was good.
0: It was it good. It was not 12. Yeah,
4: I didn't, I was just not interested in the film. And, and that's, uh, because, uh, I just don't like a car's chase scene. Why mm-hmm. see? And it's all the same thing with a zombie movie. You know, you, like, sometimes I'd fall asleep in a zombie movie, and I'd be sleeping, and then Sean would wake me up, and he, and I'd see the same thing happen, and still the zombie
0: Never <laughs> have missed anything. Oh, I guess Debbie might have a been the downer <laughs> for Mad Max Fury Road. Wow. That's oh, all car chase. Do yeah, I but the my... only
4: thing I love from, of, oh, about Mad Max, and I love this, we live right. to die to live again.
0: There you go. Yeah. So, redeeming. That.
1: Redeemed.
4: That right there in a nutshell.
1: <laughs> Redeemed. Now I will say I love the '70s because the car, cra- ca- you know, the dispute with my wife, the car crashes, the car chases were probably best overall because they used real cars. Even like a yeah. B program movie like Race with the Devil oh, had like God. tons of car,
0: cr- real crazy, cars crazy and- Larry, dirty Mary. Did you ever see that? Yeah,
1: I'm say that comes <laughs> in a double DVD. Yeah, I have it. The Race with the Devil and Crazy Larry <laughs> and all. I have the same one. They have and. Vanishing Point, the first yeah. film I saw uh, that Barry had Newman. nudity in it. Barry Newman. And at the yeah. drive-in. And, uh, with my parents, they thought we were asleep during the second feature. But I saw that. <laughs> the first
2: film I saw with nudity was Kramer versus Kramer.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's not even good nudity. in that. Who was, uh, yeah, who was that? That uh, was, uh, wasn't uh, a Meryl? girl naked driving Mr. a roadster. Is so that who was in that? No, uh, Meryl oh. Streep. No, Meryl, Meryl Streep was the ex-wife. She wasn't nude. Oh, yeah, I don't know you mean who the girlfriend the, um, was. Yeah,
4: it was she a wasn't Meryl, nude. There was a a nude scene in Gidget goes to Rome.
0: There was a nude scene oh, in Gidget. Yes. Uh, can you give us a, a frame? Give us a frame number. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I'll have to <laughs> there, check. Suddenly Ralph
2: changes his frame. There's his a nude scene, scene in uh,
0: in Roger Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit's naked. Right, oh, yeah. you see frame. stuff. You see stuff. Frame, frame, you write this down. It's six five two seven nine two on the laser disc. <laughs> One <laughs> laser a, disc. That's the frame number. And I think the number You have it had
4: memorized. Yeah. A trans thing.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good. What, what? was that? Was, I was ar- aroused by Bugs Bunny when he does the woman.
4: Yeah, Bugs <laughs> is a gender, a male gender. You know, we always start off halfway decent.
0: Never. It always goes well. We get tired. Talk about the Cameron
2: Diaz on the.
0: Our first nine minutes Parker. is always the best. The rest just slides into what we do. So,
1: but I, I will say, one of the, I was okay. going to bring a special guest on this show, um, hey. director Lee Bonner. Okay, hang. Who on. Directed my is first. Is this somebody movie. you know?
3: Yeah, he it's was. Amazing.
1: Yeah, okay. he, you know him too, because he was. I know. Of, he was that, on that thing do, you
0: do, right. which is also available on our website.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, and, uh, and soon Stitcher. Now, Lee used to Lee directed episodes of Homicide. He directed the practice. You know, in other shows, oh, wow. so he's an experienced director. But we were writing scripts together, and every time I would say we need a little more backstory, which is not big for me, you know, or you exposition. know, we need a moral or a theme, yeah. and he'd always say, "Look at the French Connection." That none of those things. It's- <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's true. That's exactly yeah. what we said. No backstory, no exposition. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, really. Not, nobody, nobody that, grows. There's no mark
1: no either. In a sense, no. it's sort of
0: like, <laughs> was he good?
1: You know, is is what he did worth it? Killing this other cop, especially when you know what really happens is all the heroin gets stolen out of the police station. Well, and- they do. They Whoa. do mention
0: in the movie that all you guys do is do ter- small little drug busts. You're not doing anything, big. right? So this is right. why it was so important. To them. this is a big one. They have to right. prove themselves.
2: What are I you gonna so- pick up another guy with a couple of joints in his pocket? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Socks, right? But a smack.
0: I can't <laughs> wait to watch Prince in the City again. Knowing <laughs> I, had, I completely forgot about that. That, that was a based on the, the you know, heroin getting stolen.
1: Yeah, and that you know a lot was a real story. That's closer to the truth than the. Um, Did French they ever family. recover it? No,
0: they never recovered the drugs. No, fascinating. That's a lot of smack. See, so there is no there is no Ooh. heroes in that.
4: That's a
1: lot, of and that's smoke. think about it. That's
0: probably what it's like being a cop like that. You know, well, you that's, that's that what time. it was. Right, there was. I think the way int- they introduced them. The way it was procedural, they just followed yeah. them along. I thought mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. But, again, like we talked about Indiana Jones, all the decisions they made, and it's probably because the movie is be, was so successful, every decision they made worked for the movie. So you talk about the mm-hmm. they, they couldn't get permits, so they do the chase scene. The chase scene so they're like, classic.
2: screw it, whereas today.
0: They have to use yeah. wheelchairs because they can't afford, right? The, the the fact that the the one scene where there are two things I saw in the scene where they're doing the uh, tap, the listen to the tap, one, they're lit by one light above their head, which the, the, mm-hmm. the cinematographer said, I only want one light. That's all I want to see. Plus, mm-hmm. you could see in the reel-to-reel when you watch it next time, there were little tabs of paper that were strewn throughout the reel-to-reel yeah. so they could mark where they heard something right. as the things rolling up. I just right. so that was a nice touch and uh, just added to the realism. And every choice they kind of made worked, including the dialogue that they would use and take from the the real cops who were giving them dialogue through the whole thing. And it's just a classic. There wasn't a ton of background music in this.
2: No. Yes. No, there wasn't. Wow, you,
0: that the way that the way the movie starts with the whatever however they come in with the titles is probably it. The women in the bar. Right. was kind of There's yeah. a few times where it's got that there's there there the chase-y. one thing where they did a couple times where it was the building suspense the nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Violin. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I don't even remember was there music in the me. chase? I don't uh, I don't think there was. Just yeah. him beeping the horn. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think they not right. remember. His
0: expressions were great, too. Yeah. I mean, those are great when he's, you know, and he's he's mouthing
3: words. Right. You know? <laughs> you know is what, we going to have any movies you know, that we just... Dis- I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I didn't know that that wasn't in the original script and that that was like, a, if you want us to pay for this movie, you have to add a car chase. I think that's really interesting because if I was going to say, well, what would be an exciting car chase? A car chasing a subway train is about as exciting sounding as hijacking a subway Well, train. okay. So. <laughs> but, but... But it is very exciting. Yeah. What's really exciting about it, it's, it's two things that really happen. First of all, the way it's directed and how real it was and the way the camera gets lower as the chase gets more intense and puts you on the street. But also, mm-hmm. it's all Gene Hackman. I mean, he is a spectacular actor, but he, he sells that so much. That desperation yeah. drives that mm-hmm. shit when he gets out it's of the It's like
2: context, he's losing his mind. Yeah. Well, he is. He's so he was. I mean,
3: He's exhausted, and so is the other guy that he's hunting. And when they finally see each other, like mm-hmm. you, you don't get upset. Like, oh, I can't believe he shot him in the back. You're just relieved.
0: Well, remember what happens after the guy gets shot? He rolls down the step right next
3: right. to Gene Hackman, who's laying there completely wiped out and exhausted. Yep. And I mentioned that in another episode. I love it when people get tired doing stuff. Yeah. Right. You really, you yeah.
2: yeah. Well, and I noticed when these guys would run, um, they ran a lot faster than actors run in movies today. We were talking about Except
0: that. for Tom Cruise. Except for Tom Cruise, right.
2: Well, yeah. That but, dude can run. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and we'll leave and it.
0: ride a motorcycle.
2: Um, um, <laughs> seriously, when they were chasing um, the black guy into the into the alley. Yeah. What, they they were all hauling it. And I said to Brad, today, th- the fact that they shoot these scenes, like, however many times, they'd all be dead.
0: Yeah. Well, you could tell you could tell Hackman was getting gassed when he was running. Well, he's got a bomb yeah. number With the, one. In the Santa Claus outfit. You and I'm not going yeah, to... That was, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's classic. And then, at the end of French Connection 2, it's literally a five-minute Gene Hackman is chasing a boat. Like, <laughs> you see the movie Taken? Yeah. Liam Neeson is chasing yeah. that boat to get his daughter. Can
2: you imagine the pitch movie? Same oh. deal. <laughs> Here's what I got. You got the guy. You got a guy named Popeye.
0: <laughs> you got a boat. You got
2: a car. Tra- well, <laughs> imagine for the first movie. We got a guy. We're going to call him Popeye.
3: <laughs> You're going to love his hat.
2: A chase that we're not going to get. We, he's got a pork pie hat on the <laughs> whole time.
0: A nondescript pork pie hat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He should have won a sombrero. It would have been just as awesome. <laughs> well that hat! In, in two, That's he gets okay. in a he gets in a giant fight. In two, He's not at subtle at, end, at all. At the end of the fight, he picks up that hat. and goes, "He ruined my hat. My hat. I want my hat back." I love that hat, obviously. But um, yeah, he has a five-minute no, really? chase scene through through France. or wherever the town they're in after a boat, Marseille, so, I think. Marseille, Marseille, Marcel, Marseille, Marseille. Marseille. We're let's look at let's look at the Oscars that year. See what we think.
1: Um, let <laughs> Okay, so Gene Hackman was up against Peter Finch, Sunday Bloody Sunday. He's up against Walter Mathau for Koch. Now I love Walter Mathau, but maybe that isn't the one. George <laughs> C. Scott for the Hospital a film. I'd love to bring in here. That's a good one. He I is never saw it. in I mean, movie. Yeah. And it's definitely a big showy actor movie, too. And then we got Topol for um, Fiddler on the Roof. roof. Now, that would normally be the winner, because they usually would reward the big musical.
0: I thought I read that he tied with Finch, and somehow they recounted, and he ended up winning.
1: Like Baltimore's the recent Baltimore City election?
3: (laughs) I seem to remember reading that. I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust any of that stuff about academy voting because those people are so buttoned up and secret. I mean, like I'm, I'm sure the rumors are they're, like they're entertaining, but I we really have no idea what happens. I don't mean mm-hmm. to make that sound conspiratorial. I mean, they it really. It does sound conspiratorial, though. Yeah, well, oh. that. The I mean, they blew it two year, what is, years ago when they picked the wrong.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Marissa yeah. May that whole mystery about her. Yeah, was that is oh, And then
2: um. La La Land. Yeah, that was the one. That
3: one. That's the one I'm talking
2: one about. One. Moonlight. But that, was,
3: Moonlight. But that was because, yeah, it was, it was Moonlight beat La La Land, but that's because the accountants were doing selfies and they gave the wrong um, right. envelope. So uh, what Warren, was that, Warren Beatty? Really? They were doing there? selfies? Yeah. That was the reason? So they were not paying attention, so they took yeah. an envelope that Crazy. had already in red and they gave Crazy. it to Warren Beatty. And he looked at it and was like, this is his best actress. He didn't know exactly what to say. Right, right. And pushed him to, to say the movie. And then I give the producer a lot of credit, as I remember. One of the La La Land producers was up on the stage, and then he saw it.
0: Yeah. He was like, mm-hmm. you guys
3: won. Yeah. No, he, he yeah. Was,
0: that guy was a class yeah. act. Yeah, that was that was All great. Right. All right, we need to rate this because we have a big announcement. We have to push our show for next week,
3: right? Yes, so we So start the rating with Drew. I'm going to say Yippie Kaye. I mean, it's a classic film. I hadn't watched it in a long time. I really didn't remember anything about it other than my personal favorite scene, which is the game they play on the subway. But there's a lot of really great yeah. stuff in the movie. And the mm-hmm. fact that, honestly, it feels like it's about all of the behavior that we are seeing in the news today about law enforcement, but not actually judging it, just saying this is how it is to be a policeman in a tough city yeah. is also mm-hmm. a time capsule sort of interesting perspective. So, Yippie Kaye for sure. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. well joe and brad yippee-ki-yay well i'll say yippee-ki-yay but i didn't i wouldn't say i loved it I so liked, yippee-ki-yay, I, yippee-ki-yay. Liked it. I mean i i have a hard i sometimes have a harder time with the older movies and the and the filming and thing it was a bit i was very i mean some of it worked with the roughness but it was i know the filming like a documentary and just you're one scene and then all of a sudden you're in the next scene there's like no transitions <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that that's so, Here we are. I yeah, know. There's no question. And, and like the really the zoom, the really close zoom, <laughs> and then the far back. Then. Like here we are. Um, but
4: but I but
0: I you know I'll say
2: we both said we liked it, but I w- it wouldn't be one that I'd have to watch if it if I came into the middle of it on HBO, I wouldn't necessarily hmm. sit down and watch it.
0: That's good. That's great. I I like the little the subway back. And forth. I love that. Yeah, great scene
2: especially when he picks up the phone. Yeah. He's trying to make yeah. the um,
0: He's a bartender. Yeah, I'm not going to be says, there tonight. Ah,
2: <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I'm a bartender. I don't care if you had 10 bartenders leave.
0: No. Right.
2: Tonight. I'm not coming in. Yeah. And at the end when the guy's just like Yeah. That well, was that was I think
0: awesome. I think Papa mimicked that when he yes, called he him. He did. He did. Uh, John? Uh, Kai pick my feet in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, no, Yippee Ki Yay! I, 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 like I said, I only saw the car chase before, but I, I really like this. The way it was filmed, and Hackman's great. So, mm-hmm. all right, Sean and Debbie. This, all right, well, well
4: Debbie. I, I definitely say Yippee Ki nay
0: Okay, and um,
4: I'm Yippee
1: Ki Yay, but I, I will say the film doesn't emotionally grab me. I can sit there and admire it. I mean, this time I was trying. You know, I mean, I, I find it engaging, but not on. But not really on an emotional level, more of more of an intellectual level. Or, but I, I found myself looking at the uh, like the car chase scene, which is really a fantastic car chase. But I'm sitting there wondering how many angles they had. You know, where were they putting the camera to get these shots? Yeah. driving that fast with this mm-hmm. you know, threadbare crew they had. Mm-hmm. You know, where were they putting the cameras and all these? You, you know.
0: <laughs> Of course. Well, again, remember we're seeing it after years and years and years. Imagine seeing that the first time oh, in that yeah. movie theater oh, in
2: 1971.
0: That be, that's what we were I mean, saying. I mean, my heart was just racing. Yeah. I mean, it was oh. three years after the yeah, bullet yeah. chase, right? Yeah. And yeah.
1: imagine seeing it on a big screen. Yeah. I was. I'm yeah. definitely yippee ki yay, but it's it's not a really It it doesn't engage me as emotionally as
0: a lot of other films. Or intellectually, you said.
1: Or I'm spiritually, watching, <laughs> I, I, I'm watching a documentary. As a film. Well, this okay, because this is the this right podcast documentary the thing movies. of how people how people do this, you know. But I don't care about Popeye Doyle, you know, I just don't care about it.
0: You know what? Well, i, I, didn't I care understand about him either, that, and that's, think, that's a that's yeah. legit feeling because he didn't change through the whole movie. There's yeah. no, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say, Yippee today. You need to have his backstory. And he to
1: well, go through yeah. an emotion. Well, then it's not... The, I think
0: there's a couple like... Yeah, uh, that's documentary style, right. Who's the guy that was in La La Land? Who's that actor? Uh, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosselin. I think Gosling did a couple of cop movies or yeah. movies where he played a like the driver. That's a driver where he... You know, I'm there's no... He doesn't change to that. He's sympathetic to the neighbor. The, the, the yeah. What is that? Or the driver yeah. with Ryan O'Neal. Did you ever the see the driver with Ryan O'Neal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another one where... But yeah, Popeye Doyle doesn't grow. My favorite character doesn't in the- that. not the dog either? He's not really sympathetic. No, my favorite character was Roy Scheider's character, Cloudy. Yeah. And I I'd seen this movie how many times, and I was still worried he was going to get killed somehow. <laughs> like, <and> I completely <laughs> forgot when he walked in the garage and that surprise scene where Lil Le- 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 Bianco mm-hmm. turns on him. Right. And they see each other. I'm like, oh, he's going to get knifed or something. <laughs> completely forgetting. I thought You're we were You're like, duh, <laughs> I've <laughs> only seen this movie how many times? Well, that, that's the beauty of it, right? So that's what makes it interesting. But so this movie, movie was about character arcs. This movie no. was about one case. And these I understand, but, but like Sean is saying, to be emotionally involved in something, you need some kind of arc or change or whatever, and that's just, he didn't As an that audience way. member, don't you just want him to capture the French guy? Isn't that the whole point? Isn't well, that what he, you want? Did, we, did you yeah, get that? Don't do it. Did well, you I know, it? but right. we, we get don't get know that till the end of the movie. shoot. he cop. Right. So that makes a lot <laughs> well, more be <that> <laughs> frustrating. Right? That was bizarre. Out, geez, the, way the way they handle that him get caught. Well, so, there you go. <laughs> I guess but it's still kind of Yippee-Kai. Like, let me reload. The movies are big tease. It's still yippie mm-hmm. kai It's a tease for Prince in the City, which oh, is a great Oh, and one
2: other thing. One other thing we noticed with the sound, the sound of gunshots, very, very different from how they have the sounds of gunshots in in more modern movies i know the guns are different i know it's a but it was just so so different
0: like realer or faker is that a thing (laughs) more 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 real or less real
2: well i don't know i don't i mean was it was it like
0: Uh, one oh no it was echoing it was echoing yeah
2: it was like (laughs) yeah
0: oh yeah between that and the blood they didn't show you
2: one of the things that I've written about because I've I've done humor columns about only in the movies stuff that Did that get a bell in the movies. Like one yeah. of the things I say when they brought out the baguette, Fred said, "Where's the the brown paper bag that it should be pop <laughs> with the carrots?" And, and i had done that. <laughs> but every time they have shootout scenes today, they have it near something that's steel or metal,
0: so that oh, ricochets,
2: so that you can oh. see where the shots are going and In this, they didn't. You just assumed they're getting shot at.
0: There was a ketchup (laughs) packet. Ketchup,
3: ketchup, ketchup.
0: By the way, that guy did have a bag, but the baguette was sticking way out, way off the top. Like I'm telling you, the movie Taken. He must have seen The French Connection because when Liam Neeson first goes to the apartment, he has to sneak in with a bag, and the carrots are literally flopping out of that, and the big (laughs) baguette sticking out of the top. Well, they're in France. That's what you get. All right, good job. Uh, Looking forward to next week. Yeah. So everybody, stay safe and uh, be on your best behavior. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye, Deb. Thanks for joining us.
1: Good night.